Welcome back to another episode of Tech Talk. Today, we're discussing, like, election results. What we know about them so far, you know? Tuesday was uh, election day in the U.S., and today is Friday, so fun stuff. Not that results are in or anything. Not, <laughs> ha- like, 40% of them. No, it's like 90. Some 90, some 70. I don't know why no one knows how to count anywhere. Also, what are your uh, thoughts? My thoughts are... We are not going to know who the hell won this election for another two weeks at least because I guarantee this is going to go into the courts. Trump's already filed lawsuits. He started with Michigan. So I don't think that we're going to have results for at least two weeks. I think we'll have a pretty clear idea by tomorrow or the end of today, honestly, just because the, the results are mainly in. Every state so far is at 90% or above now including, you know, Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, everywhere is above 90%. So it should not take longer than a day or two from today, which is Friday. So I think that it'll be in by the end of today. By the end of today? Yeah. But Um, I don't think we will know who actually won for two weeks because it's going to go into courts. (laughs) Probably. For, like, some states that are still counting, I saw tweets about, like, probably Kanye won. They just don't know how to tell us yet. And I thought that was pretty funny. I'm very, like... (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine how funny it would be if Kanye were to win. A state... I can tell you I wouldn't be laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I would not be laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he wouldn't win presidency, but, like, winning a state would be funny. I sometimes think about if neither main party candidates won and just, like, a random person who was super unqualified, super unprepared won the presidency and everyone was just like yes we all want this person unanimously and just randomly well you know who did take quite a few votes joe jurgensen she honestly took so many votes from trump in michigan like biden would not have won michigan if joe didn't take honestly over a hundred thousand votes from trump because a lot of people that were leaning republican at this point, I kind of like, screw the government. Like, I want a libertarian in office because the government is basically, like, on us all the time trying to pass all this different legislation. Like, just let us do our thing. Free market, capitalism, yay America, right? Yeah. So they're like, put this libertarian in office. Especially in Michigan, where they dislike their governor, who's a very hardcore Democrat. So they're just like, let it go. But because they put so many votes into Joe, into the libertarian party... That those votes went away from Trump, and then Biden's able to win Michigan. <laughs> I don't follow too much. I followed the election on election night, and then I looked it up a little bit ago just to see where everyone's at, because I was like, I know we're not going to get an answer for a long time, and I kind of am just waiting for the final answer. In my mind, I can't really do anything about it, so why stress? I can't do ad votes. I can't count faster for these states. I think... The stress is very unnecessary. Yes, the states that are still counting, they need to stress, but everyone else, just just wait. It's also funny, I just looked this up too, Joe earned uh, 38,000 votes in Wisconsin, and Trump lost by 20,000 votes in Wisconsin. Interesting. Funny how that happens. But I think Trump's a genius, because before this election started... <laughs> He, he already planted the seed in everyone's mind that the mail-in ballots are fraudulent. They shouldn't be counted, blah, blah, blah. They are susceptible to fraud. And 
Lo and behold, the mail-in ballots were counted after everything else. So Trump is like, stop, stop the counting. Everything else is fraud. Yeah. Come like the end of Tuesday. He's like, stop accounting now. All the mail-ins are going to be fraud. We wake up and it's all flipped because all the mail-in voters are predominantly Democrat and voting for Biden because Trump rallied all of his supporters to vote at the polls because the mail-in ball- ballots are fraudulent. So I think it's going to be all these mail-in votes coming in are going to be predominantly from people voting for Biden, but because Trump already planted this seed that mail-in, mail-in voting, which has been done for hundreds of years, is now this year fraudulent, that just planted the seed where now he can capitalize on that and bring it to court and continue to tell his supporters, hey, it's fraud, it's all the mail-in votes, like everything after Tuesday night has been fraud, and we're just gonna have to see what happens in the court cases in the next week or two. I think another thing to help prove his point is that all of these states with increased mail-in ballots mm-hmm. are the swing states. So, which arguably that's like the definition of a swing state because it would it's based off of like who wins. It would be more so to happen in a swing state than a non-swing state because this non-swing states would be still sticking to the respective parties. Interesting to see how that's played out and. I don't know. I just think it's funny that in 2020, it takes us days to count ballots. However, in 1969, we got a ship on the moon right side up. Like, <laughs> But we can't count ballots. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 that's too advanced. That's too difficult. Um, I know there's a lot of other political discussion on electronic voting and only electronic voting and just having it done throughout the month of October or just before November 2nd or 3rd, whatever the first Tuesday of November is. I think there's a much more efficient way than how we do it currently. And at some point, we should achieve that. Yeah, I think the biggest fear with converting it to e-voting is uh, the susceptibility to hackers. But the same can be said for mail-in ballots. I mean, I think it's just paranoia and fear and this, like, gemini by the party system to, like, maintain control and maintain power. And uh, they just want to see, like, fraud or someone manipulating the results in any way, shape, or form. And that's going to be possible with any form that we do it. And it'll probably be more accurate if it is electronic, even though it is susceptible to hacking, but it'd be a lot more accurate in terms of counting as opposed to human error counting millions of ballots. I sometimes think about, like, if there's an analog electronic system that can't really be hacked, or... I thought about this before, I've said this before, just, like, there would be... There has to be some way to mitigate hacking in some sort of security. I'm not super well-versed in cybersecurity, but... I feel like there, there's a way to make it pretty safe. And if you do have a breach, then you already know about it. So. Sure, it's easy to identify, at least if it's electronic. I also think it's hilarious right now in Arizona and the counties that are still counting the votes. People are literally lined up rioting outside of the voting centers with guns just like 
strapped onto them. I was watching ABC or NBC or something last night. Something C. Something. One of those. One of those news channels. They're all kind of the same at this point. Besides Fox, the outlier. Fox C. <laughs> but literally they showed this video of the reporters and they're it looked like a coup. It looked like we were going through a revolutionary war. Like I mean, granted, it is open carry in Arizona, but people were just strapped with, like, five guns on one human, and it was about, <laughs> I don't know, 200 people just outside this voting center. I'm like, damn, I am glad that I do not have to count votes there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like counting votes is good job. Like, I'm, we're glad that you do it, but... Hats off please, to you. <laughs> please, please move faster. That's it. <laughs> outside of presidency, there were some interesting things that came out of the elections. We got Prop 22 passed in California, independent contractors for Uber, Lyft, and all those fun stuff. I forget what happened today on them, but the the day after the election results, their stock went up pretty significantly. Let's pull it up right now. Lyft and Uber stock. Lyft stock is up 4% today. 20%, 21% over the, since the election. Uber, pretty similar, but that's good for them. I know a lot of people in California were like, oh, they were misleading. They don't get the same protections as independent contractors because then if something happens in their car, the driver is able to be sued. Well, that's kind of how independent contractors work. So I am kind of content with how that plays out. That's just me. Other than that, we saw weed get decriminalized in a bunch of states, and I was a fan of that. Not because I smoke weed. I put money into Aurora Cannabis a couple days before the election. It, it, it did pretty good. I made some money off of that. So I was happy. <laughs> He's trying to subtly flex right now because he literally made like 70 to 80% off this in one day. Yeah. And I pulled my freaking stock in Aurora, I don't know, about a month or two ago. So yeah, it's a great day for me. Huh? Um, yeah, so even though that elections did happen, oftentimes people say different parties do different things to the economy, the stock market. It just goes to show you can't really time the market because let's say you put shorts on everything. Well, now you just lost a lot of money thinking someone else was going to win, or this goes to show you just can't time the market, even with an election. I mean, if you look at Wall Street right now, they are in heaven. They Absolutely. got the best case scenario. <laughs> Biden's going to be the president. They have a Democrat president that isn't going to wake up one morning and say, oh, I declare war on, like, I don't know, North Korea. Like, He's just not as impulsive as Trump. Trump, you have no idea what he's going to do. So, beautiful. Great for Wall Street. They don't have to worry about noise trading in the market based off Trump's psychotic policies. On the other hand, so they have a rational president. And you have Mitch McConnell leading the Senate. So guess what? You're going to have rationality. And you're not going to be able to increase tax as much when the Senate is going to be run by Mitch McConnell. I don't know too much about everyone's Senate, Congress, politics. Like... I know their parties. I don't know absolutely Mitch McConnell's beliefs, but I imagine they're pretty similar to Trump's. Um, yeah, I mean, McConnell, again, a little more, I would say, on the rational side compared to Trump, not quite as impulsive. And I would say McConnell's, like, very true, deep Republican, um, whereas Trump has fluctuated between the Democrat and Republican Party in the past. Um, but McConnell, like, he will put handcuffs 
on Biden's policies. There is no way he's going to be able to spike taxes very much. It's cuffing season for politics. It is cuffing season. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch McConnell at the forefront of cuffing. I'm very happy with the economy. It's huge. It's the stock huge. market. <laughs> the stock it's market. Tremendous. Stocks only go up. That's all I have to say. Yeah, and stock and bond prices, like, bond prices, too, are going up. Like, it's just great for the economy. You really cannot have a better situation <laughs> no. for the stock market and for bond prices and the economy as a whole, like, Biden and then a Republican Senate. It's the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, it's going to protect tech companies, too. The fact that the Senate is um, heavily Republican and basically run by Mitch McConnell, that's going to protect the power of multinational tech conglomerates as well. You so, think so? Yes. Because they're cracking down on antitrust, and I imagine they'll still keep that up, just less They'll keep less it up. It's strong. just going to be it's gonna be scrutinized, I think, a little less. I think so. You know what was, like, a big tech thing that was kind of kind of suspicious? The day of the election, Bezos liquidated $3 billion. Like, Maybe he had a, some sort of opinion of who he thought was going to win, which makes sense. And he probably doesn't want to get taxed on that $3 billion. But $3 billion out of his uh, 200 it's nothing. So, it was just a little fun tidbit I saw. Yeah, I'm not, I don't fully understand why he did it still. I would really like to know. Typically, he does uh, sell his shares to fund... Blue Origin, his yeah. space exploration company, but I, I just find it odd, the timing of it. I feel like it wasn't necessarily to fund Blue Origin, but even if he was trying to avoid the a tax increase on that money, it still wouldn't make sense because those tax that tax legislation wouldn't be in place for at least a year at a minimum, like having to go through Congress and the Senate. So, I don't know. I would, lo I would love to understand what went through Bezos' mind. Because <laughs> he was probably thinking, like, I need some money to hold me over for the next four to eight years. Who knows? Yeah, because clearly your average Joe needs three billion to get by well, in 30 years. Well, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Your, uh, your average Jeff Bezos does. So, I don't know what, what he wants to do. He does liquidate about a billion a year for Blue Origin and then... He did $3 billion earlier this year. I forget what the other $2 billion went for. I think it went towards whatever charities he was supporting at the time. I think, I honestly think it might have had something to do with the antitrust investigation. Because he liquidated that $3 billion less than a week after he testified in court alongside Google. Did he testify in court two weeks ago? Yes. Oh, yeah, like a week and a half ago, he testified in court about the antitrust investigation into big tech. Uh, I thought that was only Google, but... No, it was Apple and Google and Facebook. Okay. Yeah, and I, Amazon. I so I feel like it might have something to do with that, but unfortunately... Maybe. I didn't see it. I can't read that man's mind. <laughs> no. When you're at that point in life, at that high level, when you have so much scrutiny on you just for having money... Equity. Excessive money. What are you? Are you requiring that he sells all of his shares in Amazon and just do nothing with his life? Is that what, what people want? I mean, it's not going to make a difference, even if he liquidates it all. Like, what? Yeah. yeah, maybe he wouldn't be the owner if he liquidates all his equity in the company. But yeah, but that's how wealth is calculated. That's not like Amazon's not gonna. 
disappearing. Disappearing, yeah, you can't, it won't vanish into thin air just because Bezos liquidates his equity. Yeah, that's true. But what it does with all its money will probably be different than what it would do under his control. I don't know. Honestly, I've been too harsh on Bezos, I think. I think you have. I think I have. I, like, just read that, <laughs> which I ignorantly did not know, that he <laughs> um, put $10 billion into his, like, Bezos Earth Fund. Yeah, I don't want it. He just dabbed. I mean, that was <laughs> so embarrassing. Okay. Um, yeah, so Bezos put $10 billion into his Earth Fund. So, honestly, I think Bezos might may have done more for the environment than... 90% of nations in the world, actually. But that, that, I think that's a good thing. I mean, I'm glad he's helping the environment. Good for you, Bezos. You're doing something, right? I I will say this every single time I hear scrutiny over something that is just unjustified. Too or fast. Or just using it for tax cuts. You know what? No. Let me play devil's advocate there. He could also be doing that simply for tax cuts, so he could still be a terrible person. Oh, sure. But I am against just scrutinizing someone just for... A reason that makes no sense. Just because someone has money does not give enough reason to attack someone. There's no real reason to, like, get angry over someone unless they've done something truly bad. And I don't think Jeff Bezos has done anything truly bad. Do we know why he liquidated $3 billion? No, that's that just... That could be truly bad. We don't know. He just wants money at that current time. Or for the future. Who needs three billion? Well, he'll probably only end up with one point eight. True, after taxes. Some something around that. That's I think how that plays out. I didn't do the math of like how he would uh, be taxed on that, but I think that's somewhere. I have no out. problem with Biden increasing taxes for uh, billionaires. Not gonna lie, but. You trade on Robinhood, you don't need to worry about Joe Biden's Oh tax my flow. gosh, I have an Ameritrade account too. I just don't look at it as closely. I like the memes where it's like, if you do X, don't worry about Biden's tax plan. I think if you're worried about taxes, just know that... Do you not worry about taxes? I, I do, but I also realize that it's it's based on income. It's never based on equity. So you just have to find a way to make your income as low as possible and have all your money come from equity. And then you're chilling. What, you just wait for yeah. the perfect person in office? Yeah, it's tax avoidance is red. legal. Tax avoidance is legal. Tax, not paying taxes. Evasion? A, tax evasion, <laughs> Tax evasion yes. is um, illegal. Something about like 99.5% of tax code is to reduce taxes or something. I don't know. That Honestly, just some... I'm sorry. They just need to cut down the hundreds of pages of tax law into, I don't know, 10 pages because the amount of damn loopholes in that stuff, like, they are just asking people to evade taxes legally. Absolutely. That's why I say the biggest way to not worry about taxes is make your income as low as possible that you can live off of if you're, like, whatever your financial situation is. I am no financial expert, but make your income low, and that's what gets taxed. Until we have an a wealth tax or an equity tax of some sort, I don't think that would ever get passed by anybody. No one is going to be willing to pass it because it just, it would require people to liquidate their assets. And that's it's not in the terms of everyone's opinion of freedom. That's like, I am forcing you to sell your house. 
But oh, I also have a theory yes. about why Trump never published his taxes. <laughs> it's not because he evaded taxes. Because guess what? The SEC, IRS, they would have caught him for that. Like, he okay. would have already been caught for that. They definitely have access to it, even though the public doesn't. They have access to it. Yeah. He would be in prison. He would have been impeached if he actually had illegally evaded taxes. But I don't think that's the reason. I don't think he evaded taxes. I think that his company was doing so poorly that he does not want to publish it. His company was going into bankruptcy. He doesn't want to, he never wanted to publish it because it ruins his, uh, the idea of Trump being a businessman, his platform as a businessman. If he publishes that and his company was going into bankruptcy and they weren't paying taxes because they were operating at losses, that would ruin his platform as a businessman. And honestly, I think the reason he didn't publish it is because it would ruin that platform and because his company was doing horrifically. I just wish I could see. I'm going to go work in the IRS just so I can see those forms. <laughs> I think that could be a, it, the case. I think he may have or done what I just said, made his income as low as possible. I don't know. I don't really look at people's taxes. I'm not certified to that, do that. I don't really care. Let's um, just get a CPA. We can both get a CPA. I'm studying. A tax podcast. I'm studying accounting. I don't want to be a CPA. I think that I think of being a CPA is just the more people I talk to, the more people I hear say, "Yeah, it's good, but it's just not fun or not exciting." And I think I don't know. It's valuable. It is they're, valuable, they're... but like being happy with your work is something I want to be. So I want to be happy at work. Me as well. That's why I went out from the investment banking and private equity life. Time to go down a new path. <laughs> My only gripe with, I'll respond to what you just said. My only gripe is with when people say, I'm a businessman, <laughs> I'm a businesswoman. I think it's a hot word or a buzz, a buzzword that people just like to throw out to make them seem credible. I'm not a big fan of that. It's that is just the most ambiguous thing ever. Because what is business? Business is the monetization of something. Everything, everything is business. A five-year-old can be business because they traded something at lunch. Businessman. Exactly. <laughs> and I think this is another gripe I have. Just like social media in general, when people say they're an entrepreneur, I lose all respect for you. I don't. Ever when I hear that word, I don't... Okay, what? how would you identify, like, the Mark Zuckerbergs and the Elon Musks and people that, you know, created Facebook and PayPal? Like, would you not call them an entrepreneur? I would, but when it's just like an everyday person be like, I want to be an entrepreneur and do something about it. I don't know. Don't just say it, do something. I, I, I want to share a story. Um, <laughs> in one of my accounting classes, I had someone come up to me and want to tell me about something that they wanted to do and i was like okay sure i'll listen hear you out and then they're telling talking to me like they're an entrepreneur they they claim to be an entrepreneur i was like okay so what, what are you trying to do and he wanted to sell bulletproof vests not just like the 200 hundred dollar kind because he sh he showed me everything all his research and he's just like is two bulletproof vests go for 200 dollars?" i was like okay cool and are you going to manufacture them or what are you going to do and he said well i'm going to make some for schools and I'm gonna make them full body. I was like, you're gonna make full body bulletproof armor and sell them to schools. And he said, yes. And I was like, all right, give me, throw some numbers at me. What do you, what do you, what's your business model? What, how are you gonna sell them? What is, 
literally anything. Just give me what you got. I will see how far you've thought this through. And it was the most bizarre, like, logic that I've ever, come like, seen someone describe. And my comprehension of what was going on was just like, this guy was told being an entrepreneur saves your life. You're in a great financial position, setting yourself up for financial success. And you're going to be traveling all around the world for business. And I was like, this is just so flawed in, in concept and in motive that I just couldn't understand how he would be successful. That's like, when I hear just crazy stories of self-proclaimed entrepreneurs, I think of this guy. I actually, I was involved in a startup last year um, with a few of my friends that play in the minor leagues and it was a baseball tech company and we actually got far. No, it was interesting. Stop making faces at me. It, was, <laughs> it, is, it is a good idea because Mizuno did it. Their patent expired. There's nothing out there on the market that does it. And we literally had everything figured out. We already figured out where we were going to outsource it in Thailand. We had a partnership deal with the manufacturer in Thailand that would keep us having the patent. We filed all the patents, but guess what? My partner decided that he wanted to bring in like five guys into this. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, are you uh, Eduardo? Yeah, I am Eduardo. Yes, I am Eduardo. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I didn't have the idea. I really was just there to help them do evaluation and pitch that because they didn't know how to do that. Uh, no one in the company now. Guess what? This has been going on for two and a half years now and they don't have any investors. Huh, it's because they don't know how to run a business. But they brought in five guys. None of them went to college. Like, they're living with their parents. They're, you know, those millennial kids. But their daddies and their uncles were big, big time investors and worked in sports agencies. And so he brings in these five people, gives them fat equity chunks. And guess what? Literally nothing has been done for two years, and I'm not Eduardo because I chose to dip out, and I was like, hm, this is not going anywhere. This is kind of wasting my time, honestly, because you cannot just get by on connections. Yes, they help, but you need someone that knows how to talk to investors, and you need someone that knows how to do evaluation, make a pitch deck, and now it's just a little, a little bros club, frat club, where they drink beer and talk about ideas, and they lost their partnership, and it's like you cannot just be an entrepreneur because you have an idea. Like you need to put it into reality. Like you cannot just call yourself an entrepreneur if you don't have the work ethic or the knowledge of the industry to get things done. I like that story. It's uh, We had a venture capital um, speaker in my evaluations class last week actually. And he was, he actually gave the same exact message. He was like, you know, I see these companies every day and he's a senior, he's a managing director in this company. And he's like, I see these entrepreneurs, quote unquote, entrepreneurs every day come in with their big idea. And he's like, you cannot just start a company. Like you need excessive passion. And because it's not all rainbows and butterflies when you start a company, there's going to be five plus years of absolute hell. You're going to go through losses. You're going to be broke for the most part of it. And yeah, once you make it, that's awesome. But you're going to have to go through hell first. So if you are not insanely passionate about what you are doing in your company and your product or service it is not going to succeed i like it 
and I think that's a good stopping point. <laughs> Just like <laughs> ranting about entrepreneurs. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm going to conclude with this. I say I absolutely agree. If you are a self-proclaimed entrepreneur, you should do You're something. You're not a damn entrepreneur. <laughs> you should do something about it. If you do nothing and just say you are, then you're a wantrepreneur. <laughs> wow, what a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed any of this, share it with someone. I think we're pretty funny. I think I'm funny. Also, she's, she's okay. I think I'm aggro. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa's aggressive. She's very opinionated. But No. No opinions <laughs> over here. No opinions. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening today. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week.